Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to A Voice in the Wilderness. I'm sorry I couldn't put up any... Uh, intro music this time but uh, I'll try to get that back up and running uh, for the next episode Uh, but we're going to be talking about uh, this planned attack for November 4th Um, there's been uh, groups, investigative groups that have infiltrated and pretended to be uh, members of Antifa and they have found that they're planning to uh, start something on November 4th. Um, groups like uh, people that uh, are working with Steven Crowder, with uh, Louder with Crowder, um, infiltrated a, a uh, Antifa group. Also, Doug Hagman and his investigative team have done the same thing. And we know that uh, uh, some of these very, very liberal universities are actually uh, buying weapons um, and planning on this. And uh, this uh, this isn't looking good. And we've uh, seen a video that somebody got over in Los Angeles where they filmed a group of people that were standing all the way across the road, holding signs that said November 4th. And so, you know, they're right out in the open. It seems as if um, my feeling is that uh, they either can't kill Trump because of all of the prayers of the saints in this country um, for him to be safe. I I truly believe that there, there are so many believers in this country that know that our that Trump is the last hope for this country, and uh, they're praying for his safety all the time. And so I honestly think that without that, he may have already uh, have been killed. Um, and another thing is is that um, they they haven't been able to stop him or impeach him through any political process. And so I feel like uh, the deep state, George Soros, um, all of the all of this uh, apparatus um, is just going all in. They're going all in, and uh, you know if, if we would have gotten Hillary, obviously this country would have gone up in a puff of smoke already. We know that because Russia said that they would nuke us if that were to happen. And so thank God for that. But with Trump, he's fighting the New World Order so aggressively that he's causing them to go all in. And we can't just think that just because Trump is in office that we have so many more years of time to live peacefully and have freedom in this country because he's honestly 
making things happen even faster, really, because they they want to stop what he's doing so badly. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying either that November 4th is going to totally wipe out this country. I think that it honestly could be somewhat of a good thing after it is... Um, after the dust settles, because then it will expose the corruption even more because it will have just jumped right out at us. And so, you know, I don't think this the, this attack is going to be the end of, of this country, but it definitely could start a civil war. Uh, what do you think about all this? Well, I think you're wrong. Um, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think it would be a good thing. It's going to be a really bad thing. No, 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 no. I'm um, not saying that it would be a good thing. I'm just saying that that's what you said. happens... No, no, no. I'm not saying that it would be a good thing in itself. I'm just saying that it would help to point out some of the corruption and make it more obvious what the deep state is doing. Yeah, okay. Well... You said you said you did say you thought it. I know you're not saying that the actions would be a good thing, but you're you you had said that it would be a good thing to show. Okay, well I don't agree with that because they're going to kill innocent people, stab innocent people according to their words, and and we can't for any reason, including the elite being exposed, allow this to come to fruition now uh, individually. We probably can't stop it, but like you said, going back to the prayers, that they would just be uh, that there'd be just enough uh, good police officers, just enough good people that uh, would would be working overtime to keep these uh, keep this from happening. Now, one of the things you failed to mention was that they were standing out in the freeway, folks. They had stopped one direction of a, of an entire freeway. And uh, we're saying it, it starts November 4th, it begins, it said it begins November 4th, something like that. I, I don't remember exactly what their sign said. Uh, anyways, it's a very serious thing. And uh, they intend to, being as they can't win politically, um, everything seems to continue to go landslide towards conservatism, towards, uh, you know, the populist uh, vote which they're definitely finding out that they're the fringe. They're the fringe. They are not the populace. Um, you know, they can do whatever they want, saying that Hillary won the popular vote. That's a lie, okay? There's so much corruption and and uh, that involved in the election that she wouldn't have even, with, with all the... It, it's, it shows it's a spiritual thing, because when you cheat, you usually can turn the tables enough to win, but she couldn't even win cheating okay god was god was uh has given us a reprieve i don't believe uh that we could ever say that uh that trump is uh you know it's it's jesus christ okay he's he's put trump in for a reprieve it's really caused a lot of people to lose their mind because they think he's such an evil and corrupt man see what you don't understand uh folks is that god will use whom he uses and 
and if you understand the religion, I'm uh, not for religion, but if you understand in the belief of Jesus Christ, there's a, a redemptive thing that happens, and we don't get to choose at what point someone's life is redeemed. So I don't believe even remotely that Trump is uh, the man that he used to be. He's taking on the role of being a president very seriously, and uh, he's allowed uh, men of God to lay their hands on him and pray for him. And uh, I don't ever remember seeing that happen with any of the other presidents. So he knows he needs the prayers. He knows he's being quickened by the prayers. And I believe that he is uh, a Christian. Okay, that's very obvious to me. And also by the fruit. His enemies are my enemies, the things that he's wanting to do. I mean, it will rock. It will rock the world of the new world order if he gets these lower taxes in. But what did we hear? First thing we heard, the resistance started where? In the House of the Republicans. So we need to realize that that uh, greatly the, the congressmen and women have been compromised and that uh, we just have to pray that God, his, his kingdom come, his will be done, that he will use and continue to use Trump to expose the darkness. Um, and I think that there is a, a probably of a, a, a different way, to, a route to go than a war that we're headed into. I think uh, I think he's you know he's not he's not perfect. I think that, uh, but it's God's will, and it appears that we're going to have uh, a World War Three. So um, I'll give it back to you. But I you know I, I just see more and more every day that this is largely. Uh, a spiritual battle that we're in with people both losing their minds. Um, some people are going to put their faith in, in this uh, political system and just say, you know, Trump is the man, you know, he's going to save us. That's not true either. Um, thank God for Trump. I really do. And I support him 100%. Um, I think he's the best president we've ever had myself, but uh, you don't have to agree with me folks. But largely, this is a spiritual thing, and the people that I see that are freaking out, losing their minds, um, they're being unveiled of the devil worshipers that they are. Back to you. That's true. Very true. Um, you know, it's crazy. Talk, talking about uh, people losing their minds, in Puerto Rico, um, there's a bunch of uh cell phone zombies that uh, the the whole island has lost cell phone service and uh, while some people are actually uh, just forgetting about their cell phones realizing that there's not going to be any cell phone service for probably a very long time uh, they're going out and helping to clean up the cities and uh, cleaning up debris and fixing things and trying to get society functioning normally again. And then there's just hundreds of people uh, trying to get cell phone service, and all they can do is walk around and try to find a cell phone tower and raise up their cell phones in the air, and they're absolutely insane. 
they just can't get it through their heads that there's no cell phone service. They're, they've been so programmed to just always have this service and it's not there. And so these people are just dumb unto death. And if this happened in America, if we lost cell phone service all over America, it would probably be much worse. There's no doubt that people can't operate without their their electronics. And if that was to happen in the United States here, you would literally see a meltdown. There'd be people crying on the out on the streets holding their phone because their their life has been uh, given over to you know social media. That's how they've connected with people, and and instead of having real relationships and real connections with real people that you could reach out and touch, that would say, "Are you okay? You're gonna be okay." we're going to be okay. But see, you've been plugged into the matrix for so long and and that is your group of it's going to be okay when that when that plug is pulled they're going to have a meltdown. They don't have a relationship with the Lord. They're not talking to him. They're not walking with him. And uh so and maybe some are, but they still have uh, an idol, you know, they still have that golden calf which is you know the the pre-trib rapture scenario that they've been taught and have leaned on the easy easy understandings superficial friendships and uh and so much more um easy answers easy answers lovers of self um come unto death they, they they really they really have allowed themselves to become that, and you know instead of researching or asking the Lord for discernment, they've just received uh, the scenarios and the doctrines and the reports that they've wanted to. They've heaped up up to themselves uh, a false reality, if you will, and so what comes along is a natural disaster and it shatters that paradigm. That paradigm is shattered and then that person is either going to go one of two ways. He's going to go instinctually back to you know, if he had learned anything along the way, might might go back to those uh, skill sets, but if you don't have those, which most don't, um what are they left with? The government's not there to rescue them. Their so-called friends are not there to rescue them. They can't even get a hold of them. And they haven't made any real friends in the immediate circle in which they live, including their family. So the whole thing comes tumbling down. And I think that that is why, you know, they've predicted with the power going out, the grid going down, why so many would die. I, I don't think that it's as much food-driven is, is I mean, it would be. There would be a component of that. But I think that people would literally jump off bridges when they're, and I hate to say this, this is just my opinion, but I believe that people would walk off the, uh, take a long walk off a short dock, if you will, because life will never be the way that they had envisioned it. Um, That's why we need to stay in the Word and stay grounded, because Jesus didn't paint this picture of your best life now. 
and uh you know the respecter of nations you know we're we're just you know even though we've caused all these atrocities throughout the globe including the killing of millions of christians through our government running and funding isis and al-qaeda you know folks if you're not up to terms with that and you're not quite ready to receive that yet so be it do some research but Pretty much everything we've been taught is a lie. The only truth is the King James Bible. I believe that. My son believes that. Getting his word and the things of this world will fall away as we receive the true... It's like this, folks. We were designed by God. He created us. And when you come to the total understanding of that and the total faith in that, that you're not an accident, you're not something that has evolved, you're not, you know, you are special. You you really are. If you're alive right now, you're very special this time that we're living in, that uh, God would allow you to live in this time where he's fulfilling many of the prophecies and uh, pouring a spirit out. People are being saved all around the globe out of the most unlikely tribes and, and uh, countries. But when you, to finish off my my point, when you truly understand that you are uh, created by him and you begin to, and and everybody knows it inherently, It's, it's in everybody, I believe it, I believe it. But when you come to that conclusion, you put your faith 100% in him, you could, uh, and I'm not saying that I'm in that, uh, at all times, but there are times that I definitely experience the connectivity of our Creator. And when I do, I don't really care about um, the world. I mean, the things that I've heaped up to myself. It just, uh, you know, I've been in too many, I've had too many relationships fail. I've had too many people let me down. I've had too many people take advantage of me to understand that this world is never going to give me my heart's desire. I I just will never, you know, you can give me the fastest car, the newest dirt bike. I mean, for a moment, it's exciting. Don't get me wrong. But when you truly have a moment with the Lord where he does something for you or rescues you or feeds you or does something that just maybe only you can understand that just feels the void, it's like the rest of the, the uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a part that he gives to us that makes us feel alive, truly alive. I remember hearing this old bluegrass uh, preacher stop and start preaching, and he says, if you ain't saved, you've never even lived life yet. And that's, and that's true. And that's true, because if you're, just out there trying to heap up what you can get from this world, you will never, truly, ever be happy. And I, I, I just know that. But if, if uh, you could be, I've met people that were poor. It, it definitely isn't a statistic of what you're doing or how you're living, what you have. But if, if you meet people that uh, have a real strong relationship with their God, they're pretty happy people, and and it doesn't mean that they've got things heaped up to themselves. They're just there's a part of our heart, there's a part of us that 
that can only be fulfilled uh, from our creator. Um, anyways, you know, seek him out, talk to him. He's a living God, you know, and I, I wish pastors would say that more that, that, uh, talk to him, tell him what you're going through. You could do that to, uh, 500 people that you could walk or talk, you know, go and talk to and, and with ill effect. Some of them might say they care. Some of them might try to give you their idea of a, of an answer, but but the one who created you has the answer, and 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 I do believe with what a friend of ours Joseph said that that if you're off track and you're not on the Lord's path, you're doomed to failure. I mean, you're just not gonna you're not gonna have um, even if you had riches and lots of money. If you're off his path, there's no chance for success. There's no, you will not be successful because in the end, which will come quicker than, you know, our life is but a vapor. In the end, it's the eternity. It's the eternal promises of, of our Lord that, uh, that we're banking on. And, uh, an eternity with no sin and no, just, God's righteousness, man. Get your head wrapped around that. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty cool. So, anyways, as this world is uh, is uh, corrupting more and more, kind of caving in on itself, if you will. Um, and it's not a matter of money. You look at the money that's been thrown at the, you know, the infrastructure, the money thrown at industry and business, and you know all the new shiny things they can build. You come by a couple of years later and they're worn down and run down. Um, the only thing that has peace uh, attached to it is Jesus Christ. And the only thing that has an eternal shine or, or uh, you know, value is, is God's kingdom that he's coming with as, as he returns, when he returns and sets up his kingdom here. Um, all you people that are trying to hang on to and hug this planet and worship it, where I do think that you need to take care of it, not abuse it, but it's going to burn. It's going to burn. He's setting up a new heaven and a new earth. It's best that you would uh, believe in what he says rather than what you think. The Bible says, let every man be a liar. Let God be true and every man a liar. You know, It's what he says that's that you can bank on, not what political or financial advisor or your 401k or any of those things that you think you can hang on to, they will be fleeting. They will fail. Back to you. Amen. So we got uh, um, a radical Islamist just killed um, two people in Marseille, France uh, with a knife. He was shot dead by uh, French soldiers, and another jihadist killed uh, five people in Canada using a U-Haul van, and I believe he shot one cop before he did it. Um, And then uh, we got volcanic activity all around the globe, just... You know, going hot all at once. Uh, we got the volcano 
in uh, Bali that uh, went active. Looks like it's uh, uh, about to erupt. Its eruption is imminent. We got a volcano in uh, Hawaii that's been spewing lava for like six months. Um, You know, we got uh, the big volcano in Mexico that's always active, Pocatapai or whatever it's called. Um, It's just all, all over the world. And, you know, Steve Quayle, um, you know, uh, I've talked about before, he, he had, a, he was given a vision of the end times by uh, Jesus himself. And he talks about different things that the Lord told him. And I am pretty sure that the things he talks about, uh, God tells him at what point to talk about certain things that he was told so that the Lord can use him to talk about something right before it starts to happen. And so he talked about uh, um, Antarctica and right after he wrote his book, Empire Beneath the Ice and started talking all about how there's still a Nazi base there. Then all of a sudden you see all this stuff about Antarctica in the headlines, and you see the Pope went there um, within the last year. Uh, the the leader of the of the Russian Orthodox Church went down there to talk to some people. Um, so uh, John Kerry went down there a while ago, and even other people uh, higher ups in the government and. And so they appear to be getting their marching orders from down there. Um, and so Buzz Lightyear went. Presidents uh, and uh, famous no, no, like no, no, astronauts. No. It, yeah, his name's not Buzz Lightyear. His name is Buzz oh. Aldrin. But and yeah, you know in, what I meant. Yeah, I know what you mean. But that's an interesting point. I'm glad you mentioned that because he said that the uh, the apex of evil is down there at the South Pole. He said that at the South Pole is the most hideous, uh, most intense form of evil. And so, so then he started talking about Mars right after that. And now we're seeing all these headlines about Mars. And now, um, just today... Um, Europe and China is saying that they got plans within the next several uh, several years, um, or with it, by the end of the decade, they want to build permanent bases on Mars. The United States already has bases there, um, and uh, so we see these things happening because. The Lord is is uh, has told him at what point to say these things, and then they start showing up in the headlines. So then, a while ago, he said that uh, um, the Lord told him that when cannibalism becomes mainstream and starts getting into the headlines, that's a sign that the Great Tribulation is near. And now, right when all these volcanoes start going active, 
all around the whole world, he said that that ties in with the cannibalism. That's another sign that the Great Tribulation is near, is when volcanoes start going active. And so he's, he's saying that imagine when all of these volcanoes erupt, or maybe not even all of them, but a lot of them erupt in at either at the same time or within a short amount of time. Then you have radio or not radioactive. You have um, all this ash filling the air, uh, making it hard to grow food. You have uh, global famine or at least partial uh, famine in certain countries around the world which will create food shortages. And then uh, freshwater lakes and rivers and aquifers get filled with um, volcanic ash. And then you have refugee and immigration crisis from people having to flee to places where they can drink fresh water to be able to survive. I mean, this is not going to be good. And uh, all these things are happening. And just as Jesus said in Matthew 24, there will be perplexities, problems that cannot be solved, like people not having enough uh, fresh water to drink or not being able to find any fresh water to drink. And so you have all these people that don't even see all these different things that are coming. And you don't even have to point to one of them. Or, I mean, you don't even have to point to all of them. You only have to point to one of them to see that things are going to get really bad. And yet, so many people, even Christians that are somewhat aware of what's going on, you know, they somehow come up in their minds some excuse or some stupid reason why it's just not going to be that bad and they don't need to store up any food because... You know, it's just going to, you, you'll be able to grow a garden or they think they'll just go for the head for the hills and live off the land and hunt and fish. And no, 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 it's, it's not going to be that easy. So um, we got to get prepared because things are coming. We don't know when it's going to happen, but uh, it doesn't look too good. That's uh, that's for sure, and and then you know my concern is is just uh, going into winter. You know, if we get another harsh winter, and I think we have to kind of expect it. Um, it looks like that's what's being uh, forecasted, and in, in that, so we have to kind of go into this knowing that that it could get rough. Um, obviously, uh, you know, construction and contracting work slows down. So we just have to we just have to get ready for it. But but it's not just a uh, a physical storm that we need to worry about. We need to worry about the spiritual storm that is building and that we can see off in the distance and uh, be prayed up and be uh, you know have people that that'll pray with you that you that believe like you do like minded. I think is important and. Uh, you know, just keeping our eyes on the prize 
and you know i mean put our that's what we do we put our boots on every morning we go out and we we go to work we battle you know whatever that might be there's there's mm-hmm. uh there's something to be engaged with there's no way that you can tell me that uh, you could be a man or a woman of god and not be engaged right now if you're not engaged doing something whether that's just you know showing up and being a regular at church and getting on a prayer or worship team or you know being bringing something bringing something to the fight you know um i think if you're just one of those that's showing up for church and duck out and uh you don't uh you're not really part of the church you're just kind of in and out and uh Going and living like the world Monday through Friday, you know, Sunday you might you might spend a day if it doesn't get in the way of a football game. I think you're going to be in a lot of trouble. <clears throat> I don't think uh, you, you certainly won't be able to claim Psalms 91, you know. Honestly, that's for those that are his, that know, know his uh, voice and, uh, you know, anyway... So these these things these these things as they get serious then we have to uh, we have to have the talk of you know how serious are we about our faith and you know not just be sayers but doers of the word and I'm preaching to myself right now by the way so uh, uh, when we give you this advice it's it's for ourselves as well we realize that. And uh, we hope we could, uh, I, the hawk always says, you know, get an extra can of chunky soup this week, you know, get an old cardboard box. And if you had some canned goods under your bed, you know, that'd give you, give you the uh, nutrients for maybe uh, another six months to fight the fight or another year. If you had, I think it'd be smart to have um, at least a year's supply of food. You might have to kind of ration it, but but water too, having some uh, things you can put some water up to. You know, if there is fallout, water's going to become precious. Um, might not be a bad idea to have some, uh, you know, quite a bit of water on hand and some rice and some things, just so you don't starve. You know, if we could encourage you to, if you don't really believe in prepping, um, let us just encourage you to have enough stuff that you don't starve. You know, I mean. If you ain't got a, a, a if you got a week's worth of stuff in the pantry, that's not going to fly when the when the uh, system goes down. So, anyways, we we want to give you good advice. First, get saved, get right with God, begin reading the Bible. Second, you know, um, preparation. Um, you know, having some uh, some people that you can uh, talk with and be friends with. Um, are good, some like-minded people if you can find them. Um, but God will get you on that path if you talk to him. Do that first. And also put up some medical supplies and some things that maybe you could help others. Uh, don't look at it just as uh, trying to save yourself. I don't think that would be a good way to go into it. I think you have to kind of consider uh, who might find themselves with you during that time and uh, that you could even think uh, about uh, having some extra stuff, maybe even some uh, extra food for your pet. I know we would it would break our heart to watch our pet die of starvation, and you can't feed them human food, you know, when you're rationing. So, so maybe a pallet of dog food I've always thought would be good. We haven't got that stuff. For, we're we're talking for ourselves too here, 
anyway, um, they go a long way to keeping your pet alive and, and, and things that you can do that will give you a little normalcy during a time where everybody's freaking out. You know, if you've got a, uh, something to eat and drink, you know, you can live to fight another day um, in Jesus' name. Yeah, amen. Um, geez, I uh, forgot what I was going to say because you talked for so long. Uh, I apologize. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I wanted to ask you, so I haven't um, looked into this at all, but can you explain what's happening in Spain right now? Yeah, what I'm gathering is that uh, they're trying to break away from uh, from uh, who would it be? Who would they be breaking away? The European Union, is that right? Yeah, they're trying to break. Yeah, they're trying to break away, and the people have had enough. And I guess uh, they have this. Uh, you know what little I understand about it, they have this independent um, flag or whatever, and I guess it's flying in all of the windows. The people are. The people were voting to remove themselves, and the military came crashing in there, bashing people's face, you know, the women down, and, you know, uh, the, the the typical boot over your throat type scenario, and they came in and stole the, uh, the ballots. And so, I mean, it's really bad right now. Uh, I guess this is a really what uh, – what, uh, InfoWars was saying, Alex Jones was saying that this is like his most favorite part of the country, you know, the food, um, the people, um, just a really, really antiquities there are just amazing. And yet, uh, yeah, the ballots are being stolen and the women thrown down and beaten and wow. Um, it's not good folks. This is all kind of happening systematically. You have to be blind not to see it. But people have had enough, you know. So, like, I think what you were saying in the beginning, maybe there's some good things that can come out of this. I, I believe there has to be, you know, I think I think there will be some uprising, but but it's completely different than uh, than what's going on here at the moment. Yeah. Um, there's news that over in Silicon Valley... Um, Anthony Lewandowski is trying to create a religion to worship artificial intelligence as God. Um, it says here on this uh, InfoWars article, documents uncovered as part of a separate court case reveal that multimillionaire Silicon Valley elitist Anthony Lewandowski started a religion based around the concept of worshiping artificial intelligence as a god. Um, well, you know, you know, that sounds really familiar. If you if you look back in antiquity, when these giants were here on the earth, they had their. Uh, um, I don't know. I just have this vision for these people that would run to them and worship them and be at their feet, you know, be at their beck and call. Um, I call it, I don't know how to say it any other different than it would be people of today that are just butt kissers. 
you know, that just see, well, I'll be yeah. protected if I'm over here. And, and uh, you know, the giant might reach down and bite the head off of one or two of them a day, but that's all right because we've got the power. You know, people are just ripe to run to these things, including AI, because they don't have any faith. They don't have a God, so they think, well, you know, maybe I can become one with that hive, one with that. They're all lies. It's all lies from the father of lies. It's not going to happen. The singularity is not going to include you. Um, I hate to break it to you, um, but yeah, I could see it's a, it's a worship, and, and it does kind of tie into the to the giants. They worship them too, you know, men of renown. Um, same well, thing, I think. Don't you? Yeah, yeah, it is. But uh, the thing of it is, is that these people will get to become uh, part of the singularity, I believe. They'll be plugged in to the beast system. I believe that it will give them instant access 24-7 to any and all information that they could ever dream of or hope for, and it will give them life extension technology. Um, It will be just like the what uh, the serpent promised Adam and Eve in the garden, ye shall be as gods. But it's a false promise that can never be fulfilled. The only person that can fulfill it is Jesus. And so it's a false promise. Um, they won't live forever, but they will get these these super superpowers through technology, uh, through sorcery, through witchcraft or techno sorcery as uh, Michael Lake uh, calls it and they will be part of what the Bible talks about in Joel chapter 3 Joel's army where they will be unstoppable when one gets wounded Um, another one heals it Um, they can leap over walls you know they're going to be this pretty much unstoppable army that will be used to hunt down and kill Christians. Um, And that's when it says in the book of Joel that the Christians will, will uh, start fasting and praying so that God will protect them from these evil uh, things. And they will be able to survive because, um, and it will only supernaturally be through prayer and fasting that uh, we will be able to survive these uh, superhuman transgenic um, people that have been plugged in to the beast system. And so it's a, it's a false promise that will be partly fulfilled for a short amount of time, but it will, it will only lead to ultimate damnation. Well, I'm glad you said that because uh, that's an important part of it. I mean, obviously, uh, when you're when you're saying the things you're saying, you're not saying them to me like like I, I work. You know, I totally understand the concept of being plugged into the hive, and and uh, so make no mistake about it, we're not you know, dialoguing father son here about him telling me something that I, I'm not already aware of. Totally aware of the the B system and how technology and living uh 
living uh, DNA from the fallen ones will be, you know, put together um, and be in one with this. Um, they got they got computers, folks, that are using more water and power than entire uh, some entire small countries just to keep the mainframes cool. And that's all collecting data off everything that uh, that this hive will use later against you. You know who all your best friends are, who you talk to on the social media, um, all kinds of of things. I'm not even going to get into all that right now. But the point is, um, I'm going to fast forward because he already covered all that stuff. We're totally in agreement on that. But in the end. It leads to damnation. That is the, here's the thing, folks. You know, you've compromised here, you've compromised there, um, you know, as we go through life. But if you make this compromise where you take the mark and you plug into this hive, you will, you will never, ever be redeemable. It is a, uh, it's not an issue where you can go, God knows my heart. I'll just go ahead and take the mark. Sorry, it doesn't work like that. The Bible's clear. So it's uh, they might have some not not only will they might have they will have some some super incredible powers but there again God doesn't leave us ill equipped um, you know if we begin to uh, really seek Him uh, He can protect us He can deliver us He can hide us um, I really believe that too so but so you know this Joel's army that you talk about wow it's all these things are so close to, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff can happen and, and can be happening, and and it's all in God's timing. So, you know, I don't know at what, what point this thing is going to uh, crescendo at, but you have to be blind not to see, you know, the monuments are coming down, um, you know, the, the, uh, the uh, left – left uh, socialist uh, communist uh, luciferianist uh, groups are are at their wits end you know um, even the global elitists are at their wits end so many things are being accelerated um, as things are being exposed and good things are happening too many are being saved um, so it's yeah, it's an interesting time in history to be alive, and we we, we must pray, we must intercede, um, and uh, realize that uh, you know you didn't get to where you're at today without somebody else having prayed for you. That's just how it works. So yeah, amen. What more amen. can you say? Um. Uh, let me see here. I think war could be, we could, we could, we could honestly be looking at, uh, every, you know, I'm at the point now, every morning I wake up, I wake up and I, I go to Paul Bagley's site to see if we're, you know, in war or if, uh, war has been launched. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, Israel just flew in and, uh, bombed Syria. And I mean, it just, there's just constant, constant rhetoric of war. You know, with the uh, and Russia and China, you know, they're just. Uh, I don't think I don't think they're the, you know, they're immediate threats. But you can't. You have to understand that they well attack. Um, 
So what does it take? I mean, I'm just going to paint out a real quick scenario here. You get uh, uh, several hundred thousand people in uh, all across the, the country to start going out and shooting and stabbing. And the next thing you know, you got martial law. Um, while the uh, well, the martial law is being implemented, gun confiscation, and at that point, uh, FEMA camps activated. Um, people that can't be re-educated through um, the information that the beast has collected are killed, and uh, those that would rise up and be a problem to them are eliminated. And then you have. Uh, uh, invading forces then seeing that the country is down and weak uh that's when they they launch so um all these scenarios are not real good not real good so we have to look to the father and uh pray that we might be found worthy at this time that we're in and uh you know do something for somebody else you know, that's what I found. When times get tough, find somebody else that you can help. And there's no reason for us to be hiding at this point. We we have to consider ourselves to be active in the Lord's army and be ready to move. That's Amen. what I got for tonight. God bless you. Amen. And uh, this is what this is what uh, Albert Pike said would cause. Uh, World War Three. He wrote in his letter to uh, Giuseppe Mazzini, the leader of the Italian Mafia, another member of the Illuminati at that time. Um, he wrote about this was before, of course, this was during the Civil War, or perhaps after the Civil War, but it was sometime during around that time because Albert Pike was a uh, Confederate general. Um, so he wrote this letter uh, exposing their plans on how they would start World War One, World War Two, World War Three, and then they said, or he said that after there was three world wars, that um, that's when the pure doctrine of Lucifer would be established, or in other words, the Antichrist would come on the scenes and get people. Um, into this absolutely Luciferian worship, which would uh, become totally public and uh, accepted. This is what he said. The Third World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences caused by the argentur of the Illuminati between the political Zionists and the leaders of Islamic world. The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam, the Muslim Arabic world, and political Zionism, the state of Israel, mutually destroy each other. Meanwhile, the other nations, once more divided on this issue, will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economical exhaustion. We shall unleash the nihilists and the atheists. Okay, this is what they're planning on doing on November 4th. And we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm, which in all its horrors will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, origin of savagery, and of the most bloody turmoil. 
Then everywhere the citizens, obliged to defend themselves against the world minority of revolutionaries, will exterminate those destroyers of civilization and the multitude disillusioned with Christianity whose deistic spirits will from that moment be without compass or direction, anxious for an ideal, but without knowing where to render its adoration, will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer, brought finally out in the public view. This manifestation will result from the general reactionary movement which will follow the destruction of Christianity and atheism, both conquered and exterminated at the same time. Okay, so when these um, nihilists and atheists, communists, like Antifa and these gangs and all these people that they will use to, to commit violence and start a civil war... Um, Patriots and good people will be forced to defend themselves in order to survive. And they will be victorious and destroy um, or exterminate those destroyers of civilization, he says. And so then the rest of the crowd, the people that are atheists, will be uh, disillusioned with Christianity because of all this violence, and because society will then be in complete uh, turmoil, and there will be no compass, there there will be no uh, societal structure to hang on to. There will be no regular, uh, good um, framework of of living life, as in getting up going to work, getting a paycheck, raising a family, uh, going out to watch a football game. You know, this regular life that gives you uh, a compass, something to hang on to. Without that, when when society completely crumbles apart, people will be desperate for something that they can have a little bit of uh, faith in or fulfillment through. And so then these atheists will uh, accept the pure doctrine of Lucifer, which they won't accept right now. And it will be finally brought out in public view. Right now, you don't see people publicly um, worshiping Lucifer. You don't see uh, churches of Satan all over the place. It's just not a popular thing. It's mostly... Um, you know, occultists that, you know, hide in the shadows that do this kind of stuff. It's not the general public that does this. The general public, which is unsaved and um, non-religious, are atheists. And so that's when these atheists will turn to Luciferianism because it will give them some type of answer. And so anyways, um this is what the this is what they seem to be planning. Um I don't want it to happen. It's it's not a good thing. So ultimately, let's keep praying for America. Let's repent, let's pray for America. Pray that God does a miracle. You know, pray that we can still have some more freedom 
um, that we can save more souls, that uh, we can enjoy this this um, this great land that God has given us. Um, you know, we don't we don't want to be fatalists. We don't want to say that this is just going to happen. And sure, it might happen, but we got to pray for repentance, for revival, for God to save America. You know, up until the last minute. And uh, all the while, as we stay awake, we stay alert to what's going on. Because the Bible says to watch and pray and watch for the Lord's coming. But at the same time, we got to occupy till he returns. we got to be doing the Lord's work. Um, we got to be sharing our faith. And just like a buddy of mine was talking about the other day, most of the church is so superficial, and they're all talk. And they talk, 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 talk about the Bible and, you know, their their own faith. Uh, but faith without works is dead. And there's very few Christians that are actually on the move for Jesus, that are actually sharing their faith, that are actually trying to do something, that are actually praying for revival or praying for people to get saved or praying for God to save America. We've we've just gotten used to this passive Christianity where it's all just a spectator sport and all you have to do is go to church on Sunday and you're good. Well, that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches us that, like I said, faith without works is dead. So pray and ask God what you can do. Even if it's just praying for America or praying for your lost loved ones or praying for family members or what have you or witnessing to your friends, do something. Just get off your butt and do something for Jesus. So that's it. Just just do something. Just do something. All right? Um, I'm trying to do my part with this show and... Uh, you know, sometimes uh, I feel like it's about all I can do. Um, you know, I try to do as much as I can, but just do your part, whatever the Lord tells you. Um, as simple as it may be, just just do your part. So uh, praise the Lord. Uh, I'll see you next week. Hope you enjoyed the show. So, good night and God bless. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.